Hey people, welcome back to the safe basement. Welcome back, you, you guys. <laughs> Why are you shouting? I'm happy. <laughs> so how was your week? Um, my week. Oh, sad. We lost somebody in my church. And oh, yeah. But God is good all the time. All the time. All the time. You how was your week? You just that so heavy. <laughs> no, no, no I, I just thought about my week. And how okay, was your week? my own week. Seriously, nothing, no. Like, seriously, there was nothing. It was just like that. I used to to always wish that whenever we say, How was your week? I'll say, Oh, I went to Dubai. You guess. I did this. No, yeah. (laughs) You know, I'll say, You know, when you listen to um, the Kojo show, those guys, you know, they'll say, Oh, we went on top. I went to minister in some place, some place, you know, but also I just hear everything. But you were writing, you know, other things. Yeah, I was writing. No, reading. Yes, reading. Mm. Also preparing for this yeah. heavy topic we are going to do today. Mm. But then we are here. So we have guests today. We have a treat. We have guests. Yes, we <laughs> do. Guests. We do. Two of them. <laughs> so double the madness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Double the madness. <laughs> So we have, and two of them have been on the podcast before. Yeah. Yeah. We have Favor Oijewu. You now say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Gabriela Igusi. Hi. Yes. Welcome so, back, you guys. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank so you for after here, I hope you are going to give us our OG um, guest below. <laughs> Ah, oh, no problem, no problem. Don't worry, it will come. Buy and buy. It, buy and buy, yes, as we keep making money, no problem, we will get that. But today, we are talking about something that is quite heavy. In fact, it's very heavy, it's mm. not quite heavy. It's quite heavy, please. It's very heavy, but yeah. then we saw the need to have this conversation because this is mm. the safe basement, and we are trying to have conversations that people would normally shy away shy from. Yeah. So today we are talking about grief, mm. losing a loved mm. one. Yeah. And yeah, we are just going to be sharing our stories and our processes. <laughs> this is not disclaimer. This is not like from an expert point of view. I'm not trying to is give you. Is really an expert at grief? In grief. I don't no, think so. So, so people are psychologists now. You know? There's people that study how to do how to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you will not. I feel like you will not. Have, grief is something you don't know how to. If you want, go and go to all the school until you are in it. It's right. right. You will not know how to. No matter how out. many people you lose, it mm. like. It's you can never say. Mm. Like, I thought about I'm immune to it. Yeah. So. You, you are never immune. You never become mm. an expert on grief. But we are just trying to share our stories and like our process with grief and how we just went through it yeah. and we hope our hearts um with this episode is that as you listen and you are grieving someone or whatever it is you know that you're not alone yeah so yeah it's let's... also not a pity party no <laughs> no we are celebrating life life yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> you have to put that <laughs> anyway so favor hey, what bye. was your experience with grief what is your grief story Okay, so yeah, it was eight years ago. Mm. I lost my mother. So yeah, that was pretty close. Yeah, pretty very deep, that's, bro. That's very close. It's not. Pretty. Yeah, it's not pretty. That's not pretty. <laughs> that's ugly. very close. You came from alone. It's which one is pretty close? Very close. It was so close. It's not just a, I know it's a setting someone. Mm. And this was my person. Yeah, you know, and it was so painful. 
and I should say the soil is still there, but God's grace is sufficient. Mm. Amen. Time does Amen. Yeah. Amen. Okay, Gabriela. Okay, my grave story. It was my grandma. Mm. Um, I lost. I can't remember how many years ago. But well, yes, right. right. One. No, I think I was in SS2. Was it SS2? Yes, I remember it was in the hall, but I went kids yeah. me. He said, it's like it's on you. Yeah. And funny thing is that when I even came to tell you guys, I didn't even know that she was dead yet. Like, I was just expecting. Oh. It's like, because I was asking, where's grandma? My oh, yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. I was like, where's grandma? And nobody was answering me. So mm. I just knew that mm, something is up. Mm. So that's when I went to pray. God. Uh, protect her. Like, I know mm. that little did I know that she was with the Lord already. Mm. So it was really painful because mm. there were a lot of things that I wanted to tell her that I wasn't able to tell her, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm really vocal about my love right now. Like if I love you, I'm going to say it mm. because I was holding back, and that experience really taught me to. You don't know because I didn't expect her. I knew mm. she was sick. Yeah, but I didn't you like. Never like it, I no, it was it was a shock for me. And mm. when she died, I wasn't even able to cry because I don't know. It was just so difficult. Yeah, and it's a scar still. I think among everybody, my siblings, my cousins, I think I was the last person to heal because my cousins would come together and we'll just be talking about grandma and all of them are laughing and i'm like how are you guys like how do you how are you guys able to like talk about her so comfortably with her because just talking about her like brings emotions like i, I become emotional and i i hated myself because i couldn't heal as fast everybody had moved on but i was still holding back so it was really painful yeah sure go next 2020. <laughs> Every time I call that year, it, it comes with a blow. I lost my grandfather, mm. and whoa, what an experience that was! Because oh, ma, I never in a million years, and you know, should, this will be answered in previous because in previous like subsequent questions. Subsequent. Mm. But yeah, I lost my grandfather 14 July 2020. That's um two year two and a half years ago, mm. and he was sick briefly. Um, thought it was COVID, but it was not, you know, it was just, he was the most healthy grandfather I knew. Mm. Funny how he was mine, but, you know, I never expected that sickness would kill him, mm. you know, because he was such a vibrant, vibrant person. He mm. used, 2020 was still driving like oh. a crazy guy. <laughs> but he, he, his driving was one thing and when he's coming down the stairs you know a human being is walking boom like so powerful so energetic and everything so yeah he died brief illness and what we've settled as a family is that god was just trying to take his son off the earth because i don't understand you know blah 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 hospital then i say oh dialysis somebody that's never had kidney issues before mm. and the day after they said he needed dialysis he just died mm-hmm. it was so like and I felt so guilty because the, the devil was coming to tell me, ah, it's because he's not praying enough. Because when they were like, oh, Baba is sick and all that, I was like, okay, now talk. How high is? What's, is it not him? He will just, he just mm-hmm. he So I, I will just pray and I'll be like, God, this heal. But you know that kind of this, now you feel okay, maybe I needed to go into a mm-hmm. second room and box the devil and yeah. do all those things. <laughs> so the night that he said he needed dialysis, I was in the bathroom. I just stood and in my head, I was just like, we asked my grandfather, I said, who is this devil? 
nobody is going to bury anybody in this family. He's going to be fine and everything because they had to move him to Abuja and everything. Mm. My mom was planning to go the following day, that Thursday, Tuesday morning. So we just woke up and <laughs> I didn't just wake up, Seth. Betty was screaming in my room and shouting. I still asked, what is the meaning of this, this early morning? I said, yes, your baba. I said, eh? I did not. And you she didn't said, say, yeah. <laughs> he's dead. And I was like, oh. I didn't process. I now opened the door, came into my parlor. My church members were just everywhere in the parlor. I'm just like, God, what is this? It's when I came outside, I, behind this boy's because I had to brush. I started processing. Who is dead? What? How? Where? Mm-hmm. When? Mm-hmm. And that's when tears did not even come for me until they prayed. Because my mom was supposed to start going to school that day. So they started oh. praying and I just did tears. The f- floodgates were Flood open. Floodgates open. Close back. That night, that's when the floodgates. I thought I would cry myself to death. <laughs> I was not breathing well. And the funny thing is, I was even alone in the room. I think my brother was sleeping on the floor because he couldn't sleep on his own. He was scared. Mm. And Penny or two went to stay with Betty because mm. all of us, it's hard time. I cried. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, that's my grief story. That's not even the, that's the beginning of the story. Because yeah. yeah. prior to that, I'd lost people before and I, I have a lot of empathy when people die. I remember when anyone's mom died and I went to the house, I could not even say anything. So I was just crying. My father corrected me after that. Day. <laughs> You see, how you go to visit the grieving person and you are crying more than the person. <laughs> but yeah, and that, that season, a lot of people, that's when another um, of my childhood friends lost their dad and it was just a lot that time. But I used to have a lot of empathy. I had never really felt it close to mm. me. So this was the time that I was like, it's my pain. Mm. So yeah, like, what's your grief story? Mm. Well, um, 2018. 23rd November. I can never forget that date in my life. They remember the date and I know. That thing is, I don't know, for some reason, it just registered in my brain. It just registered Mm -hmm. in my brain. I remember my mom coming to school, New Covenant, and she came on a random day. Very random day. Yeah, extension. Yeah, it was was some days, some days before extension. Data processing lab, yeah, I remember. It was that, I'm, no, that it's even day before day. that day, Seth. I'm even trying to even tell okay. people, Seth. It was um, some days before vacation, mm. before everybody would go home and then we'll stay for extension. She mm. came to school and they called me and just had to principal's office. Mm. And then she said, oh, they are going to, they are going to the village. Mm. And in my head, whenever they're going to that village, somebody has died. Mm. Because we don't, we are not like people that village, are going to, yeah, we yeah. are not, yes, mm. we don't frequent the village. So whenever my dad is going to the village, we know that some somebody died or maybe there's one family meeting that, mm. in my mind, I'm like, is that they are saying they will fight and then nothing will come out <laughs> of it, you know, that kind of thing. And when she was like, oh no, this time we need to go for something. And I was like, what are you going for? I said, when we come back, we'll talk about it. Mm. I look at this woman, I look at principal, I said, I said, okay. Something is off. <laughs> I looked at Jusa. Jusa to look at me. It's like, I said, okay, fine. Oh, oh yeah, save no Johnny. problem. Yeah, I said, <laughs> Johnny. She now said, so she will not be able to visit us for the extension because, you know, yeah, extension yeah, yeah. and visiting the mm. parents will come and give their children um, provision and the likes. So she said, they will send Destiny's parents. That's my brother's mm. best friend. Mm. And so I was like, okay, fine. Um, but it was weird because my mom had everybody knows my mother in New Covenant. Like if you know, Your you she yeah. did, every time she will come, there's nothing that like, there's nothing happening in New Covenant that they say parents should come that my mother will not come. So yeah. that was really strange for me. So they came that day, and as I just was coming down the walkway, their face, I said, 
I said, why these people, they look at me like this, I beg. They just, there's this pity face. I was like, I'm not looking at them. Remember, I'm looking at them. Remember, they're looking at me. Then I said, like, how are you? They're touching me. I said, I said, I'm fine. And I <laughs> gave much. <laughs> you know, too much too public much display of affection. Me. Please, I, I'm, I don't like this. And they gave me the permission. They were like, I hope you're fine. No, I hope you're not sick. Plenty of questions. I said, I am fine. I'm not sick. Mm. I am well. I am here. I'm hardy. Everything. I'm fine. So then I said, okay. And I asked um, Destiny's mom, I said, please, why did my parents go to the village? Then she, don't, she was not like, they'll tell you when they come back. They'll tell you when they come back. I said, hey. I said, God, God. And prior to that, I forgot to say prior before, prior to that, mm. the night before we had, I will not forget, we had prayer squad. Mm. And because you know, every I think the last night before we grab, yeah. uh, we vacate, they always have Holy, Holy Ghost service. Yeah. So that night, after all the anointing, everything, when um, Mr. Abdul was not praying for us to go to the hostel, like um, closing prayer, I remember that thing like yesterday. I just closed my eye, I, I saw a coffin going down the ground and I saw my auntie's name on top. I say, hey, blood of Jesus. Like, ah. from there, like, my mind is firing tongues. Yeah. I say, it cannot happen. Yeah, I say, the devil, I am coming for After you this night. This <laughs> you know, I was I was ready that night. I say, I am ready for you this night. We are fighting ah. this. As I'm going to do, say, I am not sleeping. Yeah. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to drink Gary this night. I'm, yes. going, to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fight this. You know? <laughs> and I went to the hostel after that. I prayed that night. I, I still have it in my journal. I say the devil is not going to win. I prayed that night <laughs> only for me to like. And the funny thing, it's not funny. And that date was the sixth, I can't forget, sixth of December 2018. 18, yeah. And that was the day that was they were doing her barrier. Mm. So I was like, like when everything I look at is in retrospect, I'm like, that's crazy that the same day yeah. they buried her was the same day saw I saw that, that vision yeah. in quotes. So that next day was when Destiny's parents came and when they said that thing, and the way they're looking. So when they looked at me and everything, I don't know how I just added two and two, mm. plus the trance I had that night mm-hmm. and everything. So as I remember, I was, as I was climbing the walk with my parents, everybody was looking at me like in my bag, they're coming. And so I just started crying. I'll not forget, I just started crying. I think it was either you yeah. or someone else like, oh, see my day. You know, I say, God forbid, yeah, they, she will not die. Yeah, she will not die. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, yeah, Jesus. you narrated the story to me. The yeah, they, they, yes, yes, so yes. Funny. yes. Yeah. I, I told you that I had that in that mm. night before, so I don't that think... That we even decided to pray. So yes, you said we're going to pray about it. So, I was like, she's, I think she's the one, I think she's the one. Everybody was telling me, don't say that, because everybody that's close to me knows that Antima is like my big sister. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. not just auntie that is far yeah, away, and right. this is somebody like my elder sister. All my life, I had known her. Mm-hmm. So, it's not, it was that deep. And so, when my parents finally came back, then this is the day, the random day, after mm-hmm. data processing, after CBT, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of us came out from, and I saw a boss. Mm-hmm. The boss was the red flag. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I saw that boss. I say, ha. I say, hey. And that boss is the boss that when my dad's grandmother died, that was the same boss that, that, they, that they gave him to go to. I say, hey. I say, it has happened. <laughs> As I was just going around, okay, I said, okay, let me be calm. Let me be calm. Mm. Let me be calm. We have prayed about this. And whatever I'm thinking is not, not it. it. Yeah. And then as I now came to the boss, I saw the back. They have removed poster of something. I say, hey. 
I was so afraid. My heart I, was I, beating. I can literally mad. They cold. Do you get? And there was, there was even hammer that. You know, <laughs> as you said, that day was very dusty. I can't. Yeah, the dust that day was right? just strange. And I was like, God. And then somebody knocking up from the bus. It was not causing. I've not seen her many years. Mm. I say, hey. I say, I asked my mother. I say, mommy, who is this? She says, oh, just say I'd already gone home, right? Yes, he had already gone home. Yes, he had already gone. Destiny's I think it was just SS3. December is only SS3. It was only SS3. I say, God. I say, Jesus. I say, Lord, have mercy. Please. I was praying all the prayers in my mind. As my cousin came down, I asked my mother. I say, mommy, who is this? She says, it's your cousin. She says, cousin, where? Cousin, where I never see. You know? see how many years like who is this why is she and anytime you see cousin like that that you've not seen yet mm, something has something happened, has happened. Mm. something has definitely yeah. happened i say god let them just tell me it's one uncle yeah that's what you want to hear mm. yeah. i said okay. anybody but them <laughs> i'm not wishing anybody dead spots them they are old <laughs> right wow. they exactly. can go they can be with the lord now right. you know they have lived they have mm. they have lived for everything and they have grandchildren so they should be with the lord so um we now I went home and then my dad now started um unwrapping one frame. You know this frame that when they, they will sign on that I say, Hey, whose frame are they unwrapping? God. Hey, my heart was just beating, but I was just calm at the same time. My heart was still beating mm-hmm. at the same time. Like everything I was feeling all the emotion at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And then he now opened it. He just said it straight. Mama is dead. Yeah. <laughs> I could like, do you 100%. get? Do you get? He did not even say. Try and do it, them. No. Mm-mm. Like, I'm sure it was so difficult like for Betty. him. To <laughs> like Betty. She couldn't help it. <laughs> well, I'm not joking, sir. So, <laughs> there was no, like, um prelude, you mm. know. Tell me this is something, something, something. Just told me straight. And by then, because somehow my mind was already prepared mm-hmm. in a way because of the trance I had that night mm-hmm. and everything. Because I was still trying to live, stay in denial. Yeah. I was like, no, it can't mm-hmm. be her. It can't. Mm-hmm. She's young. Mm-hmm. She's doing your service. She's serving. So when he told me, he was not looking at me like ready to comfort this guy. He was prepared that, oh, whatever. I'll start, start crying. So my mother, everybody was looking, waiting for me. I said, wait, if they wait, I'm not they cry. I just <laughs> looked at them. I just said, hmm. As my dad, I just said, hmm. And I just came to meet him and look at the frame and I saw people sign on it. Somebody was like, my, I said, my, wait, when I get out, please, this is not true. Like, I just said, okay, I was just reading everything, all the tribal service. I said, God, I said, so this is real. Like, it didn't even hit me, but I was still trying to process. I said, so this is real. Okay. And when I looked at me, she said, will you eat? before i say yes i will eat <laughs> why did he die she was not still asking me that why did i not react what happened and did somebody tell me did their destiny parents tell me when they came i said no they did not tell me she not say how did i know and i um, narrated that thing to her mm. yeah i think that's the first time i saw that oh this gets serious about yeah, god spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> no seriously <laughs> Seriously, like I just saw one, like there was one look at face. Like, ah, so this child, I know they play this new covenant. They walk this child that we thought, ah, black sheep. But look at the Lord has arrested the us. Lord, the Lord, the Lord, you know, <laughs> the Lord has arrested us. So basically, that I've said this is too long, but basically, that's my story. Story and my experience with grief. Okay, next question is, what was your process like? How did you process mm. grief? And it's okay if you are still processing. Yes, it's still. 
we don't finish process. I don't think like I don't think on this side of it. I mean, for me personally, mm. I'm, I'm not over it. So yeah, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I I I'm always like this because it's like I'm opening a chapter in my life. Mm. I've want, always wanted to like yeah yeah yeah, 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 So yeah. I have to like re put myself in that mm. situation and it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. That time, eh, yeah. Okay, I didn't exactly give the details of how it happened, mm. how the news was broken to me, but okay, I think my mom traveled. Yeah. My dad's cousin, sort of. My dad's from a very large family, so mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm, know the exact. Mm -hmm. But like my dad's cousin, cousin's wife died. Mm. So that is like see, he's my dad's cousin, but we take him as one of our favorite uncles mm. from. Yeah, um, my dad's side, so we're kind of close. close yeah. So when his wife died, like my mom was so hot, she came to us in news. All of us were crying, we we're so sad. So she now traveled for that woman's burial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just so now. Okay, they did say now this this is even the part that annoyed me, mm. annoys me till today. That day when she was leaving, I was sleeping, and I don't like when I'm having my afternoon sleep. And you just come to wake up, son of son of son of son And that's exactly what she did. Son, come and um, see me off. I was like, Kai, oh, you know, normal. I was mm -hmm, 12 yeah. that mm -hmm. time. And even if you're 20, a typical teenager, even if you're 20, I don't like I was that. Like, thing. Kai, oh. So there was this sort of, Kai, why are you disturbing me? Mm -hmm. The last time I saw her. So I went to see her off. I didn't even go far like that. I didn't exactly reach the road, but I I passed our compound. Yeah. And then, but there was this thing, even that time, I just had this very queer feeling that I just felt like, I just felt so strange, like mm. I was going to regret this, something Whoa. like that. Mm. Like as I was doing, I felt, you know, I, I felt this thing inside of me mm. that I'm not supposed to be doing what I'm doing. Mm. I don't know what I'm trying to yeah. So that's how I saw her off. Oh, she went there. Then I think, I can't really remember the exact day, yeah. but it was... Okay, that means it was on the on the Thursday because it was on a Friday that everybody came to my house. Yeah. The whole world was like, <laughs> See the whole world. So that's, that thing is one thing that used to annoy me about grief. You just see people, you have not even had a chance to process. You just see human beings. Okay, so I I was it was on Thursday, Thursday night. Mm. Thursday, yeah. Um, no, it was Wednesday night, yes. Wednesday night, Auntie Lydia, my aunt that stays with us, Auntie Lydia came came. She was like, um, we should come and pray for mommy that they called that she's in the hospital, blah, 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 blah. We should pray for her. So we prayed, though. And they woke all of us on sleep, so we were not, I was yes. going out. Just praying because <laughs> I had to say we should pray. <laughs> we prayed. I went to sleep. Unknown to herself, as of that time, she was already dead. Mm -hmm. As of that time, she was already dead. Because what they told her, <sighs> What they just told her, because them from that side, they did not even know how to break it to my auntie, mm. who was like the oldest person else, because my dad doesn't, as of that time, I think he was working in, in Utsuko. Yes, it should have been Utsuko. He was working in. So my auntie was like the oldest person at home. So they just told her that your auntie is in the hospital. You people should pray, that kind of yeah. situation. That made us, we prayed. Then the next day, which was, I think, Thursday, I now saw some of our choir members. And... I know that the only thing I used to bring there is this 
a woman in our church that I take like as like my godmother because mm. she's like my mom's best friend. She would normally not come to the house if my mom was, is not around. Mm. So I saw her and other choir members at home. Then I was like, what's going on there? And I don't want to tell me anything. Mm. So I was like, since I'm a, I'm a small child, they say I should not come where they are talking. I should not come and be what I was saying. Mm. <laughs> so they were talking to me. Next thing, it's their intense. I've seen red eyes, Jesus. It's a God. <laughs> what's going on? Like, I, I saw red eyes. I was like, <laughs> wow. Because I know it cannot be relationship problem. Oh. <laughs> Even if she was in the relationship at that time, it's not because of what they are saying that now I don't know you get yeah, what I'm just saying. Yeah. So obviously it's a bad news that they broke to her. So mm-hmm. one thing with my process was that just like you, mm-hmm. it did not just come one time. Like mm-hmm. I I still seeing the mm-hmm. yeah. signs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and that one now happened. I said, okay. Good. Trying to and I asked um um because I I felt I just had that yeah, feeling yeah, that yeah. it was my mom that died. So I was like Auntie Grace, because that is the godmother. my godmother. I was like, Auntie Grace, where is my mom? She's like, she's in just. Don't worry, your dad will bring her back tomorrow. That's what he said. Mm. Your dad will bring her back tomorrow. That was even off. What is, why can't you say she will come back tomorrow? Mm. What is my dad will bring her back tomorrow? It was just not yeah. connecting. Yeah. And mm. come on. So, yeah. That day, I was like, I had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, thinking from... Abuja to Jalingo, thinking different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. the next day, which was now the Friday, in the morning, they now told me to take my brothers to go and bab because when people were coming and they knew that I would ask questions. That's why I should take my brothers to go and bab. Just anything yeah, to be away so, from the yeah, house yeah. until my father comes back. So, like that. Okay, then another thing that now happens that as we're stepping out, all these very nosy neighbors, mm. as we're stepping out of the house, somebody now told me that. Um, Sorry, yo. I wonder how people are taking it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that person said. <laughs> like, I was. You are a child, boy, I will say. I was 12 years. Do you get I was carrying the whole world on my head. And the funny thing is, my brothers were unaware of everything that was they happening. Were small. They were small and they were kids. Yes. They were just being kids. Yes. So, but I, I think Oche made the statement, probably because Oche is very loquacious and. <laughs> He must have you jump you up and down, head it one place. So when we we're going, where I was going to bab them, or then I say, Favor, do you know that mom is dead? Hey, oh my god, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, this guy, as, as of that time, I'm the other person there, mm-hmm. I'm the one taking my brother to go and bab. So I was like, just trying to like shut him up. What, mm. what rubbish are you yes. saying? Keep quiet, mm. take them to go and bab. But as I was, as I was there with them to have their hair cut, I was not, my mind was not there. Like I was thinking everywhere my thoughts mm. were just everywhere and so eventually i went back home I went back home too came to the parlor a lot of people like 20 people were in the parlor mm. nobody was saying anything yeah my dad was there with red eyes of course no one my father doesn't have white eyes but <laughs> my, oh my, my dad's eyes you know when you see somebody yeah, that yeah, has yeah, cried yeah, yeah, yeah. so my i i just knew that ha, ha let's it not be I went inside the room because they said we should, that's where we should, we should go inside. Mm-hmm. We are children, we should go inside. So I just tried to consume myself that maybe they have one meeting. Yeah. A meeting that they never do in my house, but mm-hmm. let me just assume yeah, that they are doing yeah. a meeting in my house. So, and then, you know how women can be. Yeah. I think they were trying to hold it in the one man. I say, not you, any favor. Everybody stay crying. Hey, yes, I said, Jesus. Jesus. Me and Gossi ran out. We're like, what's happening? What's happening? 
So now he don't then crying. Nobody in there to tell me yeah, anything uh-huh, again uh-huh. now. Come on. Started crying. We cried, we cried. Oh. Ah. So since that day, if I think your question is how I'm processing. Since that day, actually that week, everybody mm. was beginning to come down from wherever they were, yeah. different towns, different cities coming back to be with us. And I've been processing it has not been easy. Mm-hmm. Actually, that period when it just happened, I mean, I'm just in jail too. And <laughs> my mother had promised me the world. Yeah. <laughs> and because, you know, I don't know, but for me, there's this very special bond between a mother and the first daughter and but, i was even mm. the only daughter so like mm. she was literally no, reproducing no. herself in me and yeah. we're so close so the bond was just too tight mm. for for i was i felt so bad that death would just come and snatch her like that like mm. this is my mom this is my everything mm. so it was so difficult i will not be able to sleep in the night mm. i'm gonna be writing poems about ah. <laughs> It's needed. Oh my gosh. I'll write poems. Eyeglass. Abby. Where's my mom? About my mom. And yeah. everybody will rush and say, Stop, 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 stop being a child. Oh, people saw that you were writing poems. Yes. Wow. Because I was holding in a lot. Yeah. And I really didn't know how to express because a lot was. I was thinking about a lot of things, thinking about the past, mm. the present, yeah, and the, the future. future. Like, it's where do we go from here? Mm. <sighs> I was like, does anybody even understand what is happening mm-hmm. the way I'm understanding? Because, like, how are people, even people are cooking? Thank my you. father and my mother's side are quarreling over food. And it's somebody like, just died, like, that I am talking about food. What's going yeah. on? Like, I've not seen Nigerian what I'm seeing. I can talk about this thing I've not seen what I'm seeing. Like, this one is complaining that this one is taking charge of the kitchen. Why did <laughs> I do that? You're know. like, is that the... Oh, no. Like, oh. Is that why we are here? Do you guess? And it Why was eating in Beria, it was please. so hard. Yeah. <laughs> in Beria, yeah, though. This one is condolence. Yes, yeah, so condolence time. Like, you, you go and expect to get more to get the grieving <laughs> Haba. family. Haba. That, like that thing, I'm sorry to cause your but the grieving culture in Nigeria is it's so off. bad. It's, so, off. it's so bad. And it's like, I, is it not people that are supposed to be bringing things to the people that are grieving? Yeah. Why are you coming to somebody's house? I expect somebody they have, they have taken literally. Death has snatched somebody that is mm. so important. You are mm. now coming to take something material from me. Like, mm. it doesn't make mm. any sense to mm. me. Till mm. tomorrow, that, I don't know if that will ever make sense to me. Mm. I don't know. Right. Ooh, sorry. I can continue. Okay. So, like I was saying, processing it was not easy. Yeah. But if there's one thing that helped me during that time, and that's why it's the fact that um everybody that or not everybody but mm-hmm. like if a- anybody that was coming to okay first of all i know that my choir yeah. that time played a huge role because every day they'll make sure every single day during that time i think i can't remember the exact day but i know i know that it was close to oche's birthday yes oche's birthday is 24th of april mm-hmm. but so it was around like 10 days or so around that mm-hmm. time a, more than a week yeah. i don't think it's up mm-hmm. to two weeks though. so it's around that time so they will come every day and they'll do like a round circle mm-hmm. and they'll just be talking so most times when they are talking and discover i've zoomed off they'll be like come back, come back. Come back. and they'll just make a joke just to make me laugh mm-hmm. and just ease, ease out the tension and mm-hmm. the sorrow and everything mm-hmm. so that played a huge role and then everybody that will come just tell me that a lot is on my shoulders now, so I should just 
try to get past this. Of course, that was not a nice thing telling a mm-hmm. 12-year-old child exactly. at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. That's why even now, till now, like a group of people can be talking and I'll just sit down like I've bottled in everything because mm. they have like programmed, made me program my mind how to like handle heavy ill feelings yeah. and heavy things because I, I should just know that no i should be the, yeah, the, the strong now. one yeah. and everything like till tomorrow there are some people that will keep blackmailing me with yeah your, your, your mother mm. your brothers your, your all your brothers have and everything so i just yeah, feel like i should carry the mm. world on my shoulders and it's not it was not easy mm. it will never be easy never. Mm. but like i said god is helping yeah. and and yeah, it made me one that thing that helped me, like I said earlier, is people, mm. people around me. Cause sometimes you never really, you may be so, you so hold on to a particular person mm. and not realize that God can help you through other people around. Mm. Because your your whole focus and mm. attention is on so that one person. person. So sometimes when that person now goes, you realize that okay, this person could actually help me do this mm. thing. Yeah. This person, God, this God put this person in my life yeah. for something. And all of that. So that that was one thing that there are some people that may never have been nice to me until like that yeah, that time they realized that okay, my mom is gone and I'm alone mm-hmm. and they just needed to help me to get close to me and all of that. So yeah. All of that. All of that. Gabriel, what was your grief? Yeah, yes. process. Like, what's your process like? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm still processing <laughs> no because problem. I the thing is that about till today I don't even know exactly how to feel mm. because you know it's it was my grandma now so most people would have thought grandparents yeah thank really, you see this is one uh, thing I wanted to talk about you know somebody really told me that aunt grandparents supposed to die Jesus Christ right so insensitive right you you don't know my own. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm like even if somebody says it's my friend or my mm. friend says it's close, it's my dog. uncle. Mm. You don't know they wrote a dog as playing. Right? <laughs> 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 my head. <Please>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God help me because the the atmosphere is already emotional. Yes. Yes. So oh, it made it difficult for me to grieve because mm. I was alone. I would say alone because Doshima. She doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't around for the burial. Mm-hmm. I wasn't around for anything. So, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't, like, relate. I didn't know how to feel. Like, I grieved alone. At least, George had, Daniela had Blair. So, she said they cried together. Mm-hmm. But when I found that Doshima had gone home, so mm-hmm. it was like I was the only person in school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I found that one week after my dad came to, because it was before visiting day, my mm. dad came to mm. pick those man she now returned back home they were now showing me jotas they were now showing me and like it just messed up the visiting day because everyone was not laughing except my mom because she felt my mom mm. was lean she felt sick mm. and my mom if you know my mother she's professor that there's one wife i've never <laughs> seen my mom sick and my mom was sick everybody was just bubbly everybody was just smiling i was like okay mm-hmm. okay so this is how we are deciding to like move and do this, this yeah. right now because i i don't get are we not supposed to like after like my dad was like oh your grandma is dead she, he now gave me a new backpack that my bag that used yeah. to <laughs> now gave me 
um, her daughter, her handkerchief, everything inside, and he no not say anything. I was not like, okay, are we not supposed to like address this? I'm not supposed to like talk about this. Are we just doing it? Nasty way I test scribble. Okay, so I know Shimana stood up and left. Everybody he was not like, why are you so uh, why are you not active? Like, hmm? Okay. <laughs> okay. So this one and it was difficult for me to grieve because it was my grandma. Yeah. And anybody that heard was like is it not grandmother? Why are you behaving like that? So I and prior to that, I um a lot of people had been telling me like growing up they were always like you are too emotional, you are the first child, you're not supposed to be that emotional. See your younger sister, this man is the one following me. Yeah. She's so strong, she's so collected. This man, so after hearing that, like I now like in my mind I was like you cannot fall. See, those mm. minds handling this way. Just pack yourself. Mm. Arrange yourself and not cry. So that's why I said I couldn't cry. Because before I knew she was dead, I cried. But when mm. I heard it, like, I was just like, I'm not going to cry. Because mm. if I start crying, so why are you crying like this for your grandmother? Mm. Is somebody so distant. So I did not really, like, have the opportunity to, like, grieve her. Yeah. But we're writing exam. Everything was just going on. But it was really difficult for yeah. me. Yeah. So... Yeah, I had to bottle it up because I had to be strong. Mm. I had to, like, handle myself. And I think that was even the same season that I was now having asthmatic yeah. attack. Yeah. So it was just, like, a, a lot for me because I feel like these people are grieving. You are not adding additional burden to them. Mm. Ah, this is, grandma has just died. You now still come home. They are still rushing, paying money and all that. So... Mm. It was really difficult for mm. me, and when I went home and I saw my mother, like during one of those um, attacks. attacks, I went home and I met my mom. Like my mom loved her mother. Like mm. she literally, like she did not allow her to let go because um, I remember there was somebody that came to pray for my grandma one day, and she told my mom that my mom should allow my grandma to go. She wanted to go. I'm not seeing my mom pray so hard for anything in mm. her life because she prayed like she prayed and she knew that she was the one that was holding her back because mm. she said that the night that she like that woman came and told her she said that that night she woke up around eight and just sat down on the ground i was telling god that she has released her mother that whatever god wants to do god should do and around 12 a.m around 12 a.m my grandma died and like because everybody i think even took a toll on my mom because everybody was acting all normal but it it really affected her so she was always talking to me about her mother how she misses her mother and um, it was not easy yeah. it was it was it was difficult and um the fact that I wasn't able to properly grieve, I think letting go of my grandmother because it was so bad for me that I was even still seeing her in dreams. Mm-hmm. To to show you that I I was holding on, I had not yet, I didn't allow myself to grieve. Mm-hmm. I was still, no, I'm going to be strong. I'm mm-hmm. not nothing is going to happen to me. I'm going to like I have everything figured out. I think it was last year, early January, that I was like. You cannot go on like this. I remember that night I cried. Mm-hmm. Like I took time to like mm-hmm. cry. <laughs> I cried. I was like, God, this it was not fair. Mm. Why did you we pray? this woman was a good mm. woman? My mom was like, What if one annoyed her the most is that she did not live to reap the fruit of her labor? Mm. She literally failed marriage, like and she 
helped her family together like she was such a strong woman mm. and that's what whenever people come they're like ah this woman was good but she did not live, live to reap the fruit of her labor and it was so painful to hear yeah to hear and like it really took a toll on me and i cried 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 but i'm grateful for um uh, my how do i put it my work with god because mm. i couldn't really talk to people about it mm. i i don't think i talked to people about it i know me and god had our season <laughs> <laughs> don't you <laughs> i know me and god had our season but i think like the holy spirit was that's when i knew like really understood who, like the Holy Spirit as a comforter mm. because I didn't I, I didn't know I didn't want anybody feeling like oh this girl your grandma and all that but the Holy Spirit understood mm. because I'm not somebody that really likes putting my emotions on the table mm-hmm. if if I'm, if something's wrong with me I just want you to look at me I know what is wrong with me because I don't like like it's so difficult for me so to communicate yeah, in words yeah. yeah so I I didn't even if I had a listening ear it wouldn't have helped so it was I was grateful that I could just come before God and just cry right. and he knows that mm. oh this is what it, I don't have to like God this is what I just had to, I I just I would just cry and mm. cry and cry and my grieving process was slow mm. because I I I didn't want to rush it. After not crying for so long, like after everybody had now gotten over it, that's when me I was now getting over it. So it was really slow for me. And one of the things that helped me was to understand that I did I, I was not in control of how I heal. Yeah. Mm. So no matter how long it was, I was just like because sometimes I'm sitting and be like. Ah, how many years don't pass? Mm. You know, go cuckoo here, leave this thing. <laughs> and I think somebody actually told me that you are holding on too much. You need to walk. Then you need to, to you, there's power in the name of Jesus. I'm like, Bro, I don't know what you're saying. I like I mean I'm hot. This is paining me. Ah, it's it's not easy. And I was grateful that I don't even know where that understanding came from, but I'm sure it's God that I was able to like Take it slowly. Yeah. Don't rush your grieving. Mm-mm. As they go, they go. Just make sure cry um, as much as you can, mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as your boy. Don't like, don't like um bottle of validate your emotions. If mm. you feel like crying, cry it out. Because I think that is what has even helped me through. Not like um validating validating my emotions is what has helped me through mm. my grieving process like mm. i could cry when i want to cry like cry it out talk it out with god because everybody don't heal now 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 come on i'm missing grandma what's wrong with you <laughs> so i could talk it out with god and i was grateful for friends those that knew that time in ss too they they were really considerate because at least they knock and say your grandmother share up crying and um some even took up like they started washing for me because i remember that visiting that i wanted to wash i was literally shaking mm. i almost fell on the ground say so because i was watching after night prep but because mm. i cried throughout that night prep so after night prep i was washing my clothes outside with muli and i was shaking she just said give me like go inside just go and lie down wash and those clothes me and kesha are known now we should watch once a week so if you volunteer, <laughs> volunteer to wash for us you are in for it oh, because they clothes they plenty yeah and i was grateful for people that's why it's very good to have like genuine people around you mm-hmm. yeah 
that understand you and they are re- um, ready to like step up when mm. you, you you are not able to like do things mm-hmm. like how was she for me i know muleno like today was more for her to like say she was for me and she was always coming to check on me mm-hmm. keisha delight and they were all of them are my friends and they were also very instrumental in like process. my process of grieving because i know i told them and they were my listening ears and they like i know kisha she came to talk to me like after visiting day when i told her that oh my god we're excellent to still together mm-hmm. i told her i think she even prayed with me delight to came out like but i don't worry or would bring Gary. <laughs> Jesus, is that what I said? <laughs> <laughs> Gary was the comforter. <laughs> Gary, comfort you. Gary, mommy brought you. Go see. Worry. I, I, I say I like food. Exactly. We move. We go comfort. <laughs> so yeah, that's oh it my for God. my oh, process. That's how my process was. Geisha. <laughs> I'm still processing because, mm. you know, everything, it was sudden, it was unexpected, but mm. my process was a lot because, like I said, that when they told me I didn't cry, when they were praying because of the, like, there's something that happens when they are praying about something. Like, mm. to date, whenever my parents, or whenever my dad, because he's the one that, when, when we are traveling, whenever he's praying for me, to, I have to fight tears because there's something about prayer that just is to me. But that one, they were like, I think one thing he said is, Please help the heart of these children because this is the only grandfather they've ever known. I was just like, hmm. <laughs> so after that, I cleaned my eyes. We were just, it, it was like walking there in the house. My my dad had to take my mom to school that day. All of us were just alone in the house because mm. after that, everybody went. It was COVID time. That was COVID time. And my father was DVC at the time. And then the DVC admin died of COVID. Mm. So we were like suspects and everything. So mm. it was like, oh, people should not come to our house. And it was just a lot. Then that night, I don't know if somebody stayed with us. It was just us in the house. My dad came back, obviously. He had, my mom was in school and she didn't come back from that to put till like weeks after the burial. So that night, I, I created playlists. <laughs> Why is this girl laughing at me? <laughs> I know it's, it's so like, I, I, bougie grieving. You are creating playlists. You never pay. But like that's yes, me. Yes. Music That's is just, what, That's your So process. I was just playing random songs there's one song there he song even when he hurts like hell okay that, is <laughs> that one i listen to that one, i don't cry then i was not listening to promises i know weird song to be to be in great playlist yes. when namira started doing i'll still bless you i said jesus floodgates of heaven i you know this cry that you'll be like <gasps> <laughs> I, I, that's how i cried and I, I couldn't sleep because the previous night i was fighting with one of my friends mm. and that's when satan was like if only you were praying during that time because what they say mm. is he died about 2 a.m. So around, I slept almost 2 that mm. night. I was fighting one of my friends, doing my arguments. After so I prayed angry. before, I, slept. Yeah. I was already angry. I prayed that God, please, this dialysis reverse, blah, blah, blah. Little did I know that God was about to come and carry his sense. So after that, like the whole week, we were like, let's just go to Tupo because that's where all our family is. And it would be easier to be with family. My father was like, no, we went just one day. We came back that same day. So the day we went to Tupo, like the journey to Tupo was a lot i cried almost all the way because hmm. if you know me you know that i never spend any holiday in my yeah. every holiday since i was born my grandfather is part of it because it's in his house that. Yeah. so that's why when people come to tell me oh it's your grandfather i used to tell them shut up you, you don't, don't have close relationship with your grandparents mm. go and fix your trauma 
Me, I have. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so it was hard. That day, a lot of people in the house, no space, wanted to talk to my grandmother. Which she, she just saw us, hugged us. And Deborah was just telling us, everybody was trying to, we were trying to encourage each other. They encouraged me, no go encourage. All of us just burst into tears. My grandma was telling us, ah, don't cry. This one. We now went to go and sit upstairs. And his room is upstairs, obviously, the parlor upstairs. So, because there was no space. I'm telling you, people were just lying down on the floor everywhere. Hmm. So as we sat upstairs, I just sat on the chair facing his room. And I was just like, God, this is your last chance to tell me that this is a joke. Let him just saunter out of this room hmm. and say, hello, I'm not dead. Hmm. I sat down looking at that door, praying, hope because the door was locked at the time. Hoping and praying that the door would burst open and we walk right through. They didn't happen. So I was just so they came, brought food that we should eat. I'm like, they were pounding, I'm doing these people from the village and everything. And I'm just like, these people, don't they realize what has happened? <laughs> because <laughs> my mom used to always joke that death is so wicked that it, when because that was her first tough grief experience mm. to say you are supposed to make somebody learn you know slowly okay maybe carry one distance grand uncle he <laughs> <laughs> just came to remove the whole power of the family of the church of the everything so it was very hard came back to Makodi the whole process towards leading up to the burial and I really think that up until that finish I was in denial mm. because I was just like can't be I didn't even have dreams again. It was after the burial, I started having dreams. We went for the burial. I cried throughout the burial. We called my mom to ask her something. Somebody else picked the call and said my mom was crying that she couldn't. I then I started crying because that was the day the, the cops was coming from Abuja. Mm-hmm. So they went to meet her. My mom couldn't take the call. I started crying. Betty was like, don't cry, don't cry. Because I like what my dad did. BSU gave us two buses, obviously, to go for the burial. So my church members went one. I'm so happy they were not in our bus. So. It was like it's a 24-seater bus. So I was sitting at the back. My dad was sitting at the front. I cried, mm. cried, cried when we got there. Because that day was the service of songs. I don't know why my dad didn't want us to stay in that school. But it's probably because yeah. there was too much yeah. crowd in that house. Yeah. And we went on the day of the service of songs. Came back the day after the burial. It was mm. just so fast. So on the service of songs, we just we had to pack outside. Crowd, obviously. My grandfather knew a lot of people entering into the house. Oh, sorry, I forgot. On the day after, the day they told me, that morning, I just opened my phone, WhatsApp. My uncle, Pastor Inca, had already sent me things. Resources to read, oh, um, grief, um, this thing. What happens when we die? How they are in heaven? And First Thessalonians 4, mm. that part that said, don't grieve like people who, yeah, who don't have hope. I read all those things. Okay, I'm not grieving like people don't. But they can, what can they do? <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. It was the first yeah. person I saw, so I was like, okay, because he was the one that was going to officiate. So he just opened his hand and I just went, I hugged him, I cried. Mm. He cried too, because I, I felt his tears dropping into my hair. Oh Bro! And that day, I just once, I was, I couldn't even talk to him today, but the next day, they, oh, he texted us on the way that we were going to do Bible reading. I'm like, this man wants to embarrass me, he wants me to go with him. So when did Jesus on the <laughs> I, I said, I don't want to cry in front of all these people. So all of us, grandchildren, and then faith, because faith was. Yeah. Staying with them, so we did Bible reading, blah blah blah. They wake up hymns. I love what they did because normal service of songs just come and do sit down, cry. But Ginka made the whole program. We sang hymns all through, and it was so intentional because my grandfather absolutely adored hymns. Mm. And all the when you are just singing the hymn, you just remember his strong voice and how you be hitting the altar and telling them, "Don't drag it." And <laughs> I was I cried almost throughout every hymn. 
and I remember the one that said, um, the him that broke me because mm. Isaac was sick during that time. Uh, this we will understand it better by and by by and by. He just came out with the cannula on his hand and he was raising his hand up. Then my mom, her siblings, everybody they just came out and they're screaming that song. I was just like, Stop already, mm. <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I was sitting with Penny, we'll share and catch you cry. My Bible reading, God help me. I stood my ground, I did it. I came back to sit down. We went home that day. As God will have a own to be eight like a fool. She was now vomiting and purging that night, so we had to wake up in the night. I said, God, after I cried myself to sleep, tried to sleep, woke up by 2 a.m., couldn't sleep, cried again. Next day, very I went. So that was the day of the drama. Mm. They now, because that was the first time they were bringing the cops home. They decided not to bring it for service of songs. Mm. <laughs> they all just started screaming, Baba, go let me. That's Baba has gone home. Screams, because Nathan Dazi was trying to tell me, Oh, another Bible reading today. Come and see how we were shouting. And the night, we have. Our cousins, were, my cousins, were very little that time. They didn't really understand much. As far as they had each other, they knew they cried. For well, seeing everybody cried, they were just we were all just crying. After that, I had to do Bible reading, everything. The funeral, I just sauntered through it. My, I was like, my mind was not even there. I was just my cousin now came to ask me. Ah, I thought they say Baba is in heaven, but why they say he's inside the box? So how does he add up? So mm. like, I, I was trying to find a way to explain it to them. Everything. When they now did prayer for the family, tears, they now said, Oh, the family can go and see the. Hmm. They opened it. So, Betty was like, Ah, she, she's not going. I said, Fine, I'm going to go because I don't believe. Hmm. I'm still in denial. Hmm. I want to be sure that it is him. Yeah. So, when I was in front of, they said my grandma should go first. And she was really strong during that period. She just went and she was like, and she did like a little wave and everything because she was with him all through the hospital. We used to call her his handbag because there's no way he's going to that mm. she doesn't go. Whether they are traveling to the ends of the earth, they will go together and everything. I, That was one of the major... During that period before the funeral, I didn't really consider my grief. It was how I was thinking about how is she going to pick up her life and everything. But thankfully, she has picked it up. And um, So when we I went to see it, I would just see him. My my mom was shouting, screaming, Auntie Mercy, ah! The video is on Facebook <laughs> too, because we had to live stream. We had to live stream it because um, my uncle that lives in the US couldn't make it because of COVID. It was COVID time, so we had to live stream it. The video is still there. Every time I go to watch it, I was like, the day I watch this video and not cry, that's the day I will know that maybe I process and finish. Mm. But yeah, so we were all shouting. We now had to because we did the funeral service in the. <laughs> house in school we now had to travel to the village to bury so the road everything we we're sitting down together crying the family had one bus my the adults sat in front blah blah, blah. when they now because they didn't have that small service in the village everything we were just in the house my grandfather built like a year before he died we we're just there when they now brought him they now say family only that mm. everybody else stay out with mm-hmm. now and like pastors and everything I cannot explain the pain I felt when I saw them. I have never felt that kind of pain. Like, it was as if my heart was outside my body and beating for me. Like, mm. pain. It was an out of body. It experience. was, I'm telling you, I don't remember standing there, but I know I was there. I could not feel my legs. I was just in so much pain. I cannot describe that pain to anybody. Mm. I can't. Because I was like, this can't be happening. Mm. <laughs> this cannot be my life. But that was it. Coming back, everything. See, it's it's not something somebody can tell you how to do. Because when we went for the Thanksgiving service, like three weeks after the burial, all of us were still crying in the church. After that, throughout that year, 
there was no time I entered Otupo Church that I would not cry because he used to stand outside the church mm. to during Sunday school to welcome people. And when I just come there and he's not there, I'm, I'm just like, I don't want to be here. I mm. really don't want to be here. So everything was just different. Going back home for Christmas, that's like one of the blairest Christmas I've ever had. Nobody was even doing anything. And I was like, good, they should not do anything. People, like, like Gabriela was saying, people would be like, it's your grandfather, you're overreacting. But they did not understand. Mm. They didn't know. You know all the things and it was just a lot for me that time anything i watched that somebody that i would just start bawling mm. because of, i remember i watched riverdale you know there's Archie's father and riverdale died yeah, in real yeah, life yeah, so they yeah, have to kill him in the movie i was watching that thing in school because i was i went back to school i was crying so bad my friends were so scared and they were like this is just this film and i didn't tell them anything i just mm. made them believe it was the film because it just took me back to the mm-hmm, whole mm-hmm. and the just process but I, how i started getting better is you know Reminding myself, you know, I said it made me question a lot of things because the devil will come and ask you, oh, what if there's no heaven and he's actually mm. just in the ground? And they, you will start asking a lot of questions. So I started going on my own research, what actually happens after a believer dies. They're asking a lot of questions, doing a lot of things. And I know for a fact that my grandfather is in heaven. Makes it a, a easier, mm. it does, because I know that I will see him again yeah. someday and he's not. I'm not in that place where the devil can come and make me ask, oh, is there actually heaven? I know he's there. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that has helped me. Reading my Bible, understanding, and just knowing that he lived a good life. He lived a full life. And I had 17 good years with him, you know. My aunt just gave birth recently. And during dedications, my grandfather is one that's two child dedications for, even for his grandchildren. So during dedications, you probably tell people that, oh, this is my so so and so number grandchild. So we're applying for a dedication. It will, I know it will break me to go there and not hear that, but it is what it is. Mm. People die. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. This is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, my grief process. One thing I've learned about grief is that people grieve. Differently. That's one thing I've learned. There are some people that I don't know the grace God has given them to happen to just pick themselves up and they are moving. Like for me, <laughs> as you people said, I don't think I've finished processing because the whole thing was, as you said, sudden. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me till tomorrow because mm-hmm. the way she died, it wasn't an accident. Somebody they shot her. I know this is hard to say. If anybody's saying they'll be like, Hi, he's saying it. I don't know. But it doesn't make sense to me. Sometimes I ask myself, I say, why didn't they go to look for the people? Like, so many questions I ask myself, so many things. I'm like, and why was it only her? It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Because it just, I just keep asking myself, I say, wait, why was she the one that sat in that front seat? Like, I ask myself so many questions about it. I'm like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying any other person should die. <laughs> but... It shouldn't have happened. Yeah. That that is always what I tell myself. And another thing that made me even like make it, made my grieving process slower was the fact that I didn't go for the barrier. Mm. That time I even felt angry with my mom. I was like, why didn't you? Pull? I asked her. I said, why didn't you pull? come and take us? You came to school that day and you're just telling me I was not writing an exam. It's mm-hmm. essential. Mm-hmm. If you tell them that somebody died, would they not let me go? I, I remember I talked to her. I was like, you, she not say, yeah, how will we take you home? Closure. Do you get? No closure, closure, but it's just yeah, better. It's better be, yeah. Yes, it will end the denial and everything. Be like, okay, yes, this, this is, is true. Do you know? Because this you're saying is so true that sometimes I'm like, what if one day, like I keep asking my like, I know it's this is not African magic. This is real life, but I keep asking myself, what if one day she walks through that door, 
and says it's not her to somebody that looked like her. Exactly. I keep asking myself because I didn't see the person, mm. so I, it's hard for me to believe. Mm. And I have mm. dreams about it till now. Till yeah, now. the last till dream I now. had was on Monday. I have dreams about <laughs> it till now. And another thing I felt felt after I cried, I, I cried before they even told me the news. Mm. As I said earlier, I cried about it earlier. Um, before the before my parents broke the news to me, I'd already cried. Mm-hmm. So by the time they were telling me, I wasn't crying again. But then when I came back to school and everybody was coming to hug me, I remember I don't know why I carried the or be, um, the yeah, because I remember the I book. Too, I carried. I was holding the book. So as I was now holding the book and coming, you know, <laughs> remember rejoice like rejoice can be so dramatic. As she saw the book, like yeah, I, I, I was like I was like I'm yeah. not going to cry. Like yeah. I'm just going mm-hmm. to I'm just going to show my friends that. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we always come up with something. Yeah, just show everybody whatever. <laughs> so I came up with the book, and then I was like, I'm, I'm just going to show my friends. So as far just show, show and tell. <laughs> and I was like, let me just bring the book and show everybody. Then we just just saw it. We just just started shouting, "Hey!" From there on the walk, I just started crying. As she just shouted that shout, but I just started crying. All the mm. cry that in the house I've been, I was holding. But I was like. I'm the firstborn. You know the whole, what you said. I'm the firstborn. If I start crying, how will my siblings feel? Mm. I said I will be strong. You know, I will go back to school. I will read from my extension. I will read during my extension. Jam is coming up soon. Cause I still remember her words. She told me, if you do well in your exams, I'll buy you this. Buy you this. She said, you come to Calabar, eh? We go to Budukatsura. You're just talking, talking. I just like. Wait, so now this over the castle and I know they go again. Hey God. Just like I'll buy you shoes. I'll buy you clothes. I said, okay, I must pass this. So I was like, I, I will do this in honor of her. I'm going to pass my exam. So that, so I'm going to be strong. But when everybody was like, when we just, just started that cry, me and my started crying, I was like, God, I know I've not wept that much in my whole life. In my whole life. That cry, I was like, even me as I was crying, but I was feeling embarrassed. I was like Hi, God, everybody's just looking at me, everybody's just saying sorry. Like, I remember my corner, everybody just got down my corner. Everybody, we just sat um, opposite. She's just crying. I was crying. We're just looking at each other. Gabriela sat with me, she had to tears. And I said, God, what is this? What is this? And Gabriela was my bunkmate, that extension. I said, God, I said, God, please, I need to stop crying. I need to stop crying. That night, I don't know if you remember, I told somebody when I discussed me to guys myself, mm. I was afraid. Mm. I was afraid, God. Then the next morning, I can never forget that devotion the next morning, the way we worship that day. It was like, I remember they sang this alpha song, We cannot find fault in you. Yeah. Hey! hey! I cried. Jesus yeah, Christ. I will not know everything. We do not find fault in you. Speak for yourself. Kesha, Kesha, your own is poor. Kesha, you were wrong. I didn't only anyone ask me in this street. I didn't only anyone ask me to wake during this devotion. But I don't know how that That money. Everybody, everybody, I can never forget that money. Everybody was singing me with my swollen eyes. I was still crying. I woke up. I said, God, any money? This people are singing this song this morning. I say, this person, this person did this thing purposely. Hey, come and choose. We cannot find. When I'm finding fault in my head, you know, I say we cannot find fault. Me, I'm finding fault. Like my heart, I was singing that in my mouth, but my mind, I was like, so many questions. So my process basically was like. There was that part of like crying and weeping. Mm-hmm. Then there was the part of questioning God. Mm-hmm. Because 
to me it didn't make sense. I felt like if she was an older person, maybe it wouldn't have been that hard. Because yeah, I felt like blind. she had a lot to live for. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just finishing her service, about to start her accounting career. She was doing her um icon so to become a chartered accountant. I, I don't know if she had finished, but she was in the process. So it was like we we're so excited for her future and mm-hmm. a lot of things. Because I know that she worked so hard to be where she was. Like my auntie worked for her academy because it was a very hard process after secondary school for her. So I was like, finally, she has gotten there. Ah, so everybody was excited. She got a second class upper. It was exciting for all of us. Everybody was like, she has a lot to live for. So I was like asking God, I said, God, why didn't you just allow her to just live more? I'm not saying another person should have died, but why didn't you just allow it not to be her? Oh, yes, a miracle should have happened Mm. that she wouldn't have died. I had a lot of questions. Mm. And one thing that really... I think annoyed me that season was the fact that like whenever you go to church and people are telling you that it's God's will, mm. I'm like, my auntie was not up to 30 years. You're telling me this young lady that has not fulfilled anything she wants to fulfill, you're telling me that is God's will. How dare you like, how dare you tell me it's God's will? Like, I was yeah. so angry. I couldn't tell any of them because yeah, these are older people. These are older people. So I'm like, when they tell me it's God's will, eh? it's God's will, it is well. I'm like, Okay, but I was like, no, but don't, don't you dare tell me no, this is like, God's will. You don't will. have anything to tell somebody. Just shut up. Just keep, keep quiet. quiet. That's another and thing we need to talk about. Most times during reading, yeah, I, I think, who even said that? I was reading a book and they said that most times during grief, but people don't, they don't want they don't to need hear you to anything. Talk. They don't you. need you to be quiet because most times they have a lot of things to, to say. say. They have a lot of questions to say to ask rather and they just need somebody to be there to yeah. listen to them and at the end of the day hug them maybe yes. you cry with yes. them you right. have answers right you know see that's one thing i think it gets me really fired up when people mm. say don't question god mm. it gets me really angry i told somebody i was telling one of my friends this and he said i was like i'm going to write a book about this and one day i say he said write it <laughs> but well like i know that they'll say oh god is unquestionable mm. god you, is god. you can question god Mm. You can he ask. Owe you, you can ask him questions. Yes, you cannot. Mm. I think the don't question God comes from don't you know try and figure out mm. and don't God attack be, God. Like, and don't attack, attack God with your with questions. Your questions yeah. You can ask God your questions. The only thing is he does not owe you an answer. Right. But if you look hard enough, there's an answer in the Bible somewhere. Right. They, an answer is knowing that in this world you may never have the answer. Mm. That's an answer. Mm. And you can when people are asking questions, why did this happen to me? Why? I know why me is a question that like the people say Christians are not supposed to ask, mm. but what should we ask to? Mm. I know they say when you ask why me, it means why not, what, another, why person? not another person? But in the heat of grief, you don't expect somebody to be to be and to be sensitive to have sense. You come and be like I feel like when somebody is grieving, just yes, just shut up. like with right. the whole san- with every sanctification in me, I say shut to. up communicate with person text message i think will be better yeah. because when you start talking mm-hmm. once you yes. yeah. you right. Right. a friend of right. mine lost her younger sister lately and i was like what can i do to this i just texted her that i won't pretend to understand how you are feeling but mm. just know that god is there for you and all her suffering is ended now finished because she was sick that's mm. all mm. so yeah and that was it she was like oh thank you very much nothing much needs to be said it is well no there's no need for it as well. They are not well. It's not well. It's not well with them at the yes. moment. Yes. Right. Don't say that. Please, let's so, let's see. Enough with the cliches, please. See, really one angry. thing I've learned by one thing I've learned is that 
when somebody is grieving, you don't need religious platitudes. You don't need all the cliches, all the because the person is like it feels like you you didn't think this out. You mm. didn't. You are not being empathetic. You're just saying, I wishing it out mm. so that oh, let's so that we can move fast. Like let's mm. let's do and mm. talk about another thing. I beg, I came to visit you, and this is uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable. Very, uh-huh. You know, I was reading um, a grief observed by C.S. Lewis, and he said when he lost his wife, he always noticed that whenever people are walking towards the people that knew him, they would, like he knows that they're already asking questions like, what am I supposed to say to this man? Like some people will even dodge him, like mm. and just go the other way, like they didn't see. Him, or they will just say something like that doesn't make sense and it's like you don't really need to say anything mm-hmm. you don't even like it's not in your place to like once you see you now bring the person's name up you don't need to there's no yeah. need to do and start saying oh your mother was a good start that's talking. another thing sorry sorry to cut you off that's another thing i appreciated when i was grieving like some people will come and ask you and all their conversation with you is about oh how are you doing now what are you i know it's scary and everything but sometimes it becomes overbearing mm-hmm. if we had a relationship before then if like just try and like maintain it of mm. course be sensitive of the fact that i'm grieving but let everything we talk about not, not be, be that yeah somebody grieving needs an escape like mm. you said your church members will come with you and be gisting mm. they will not be saying oh anyone's mother did this for us mm. even mm. though all those good stories can yeah. come up in between conversation yeah. let it not be the whole focus they are mm-hmm. still a human being mm-hmm. so just try and you know fester good and even if you need to say something it mustn't be concerning that Sit in the silence. Yes. If the person now wants conversation, if they ask you questions, you can ask answer to the best of your ability. Yeah. Just rest. Yeah. And another thing I felt when I was processing it is guilt. Mm. I felt guilt when I started moving on. Like when I started yeah. getting better. I think yeah. that's one thing that I felt like sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I think like I try to sit down and I remember her face. You know, I think pictures don't do it justice to mm. me. If you ask me, I'm like, the pictures are fading. Like, every single year, the pictures get older. Yeah. Because, like, I was looking at the picture because I posted one last year during her remembrance. Mm. I think that was fifth year, fifth year remembrance, 2018, so 1922, yeah, yeah. four years. Yeah, so, yeah, four years, yeah. I was, I posted the picture and I was like, God, in that time we took this picture, like that was the best quality of picture. So every single year, this picture is getting older because there's there's better quality pictures now. So every single year, it's like the memories of her face is fading in my head, mm. and sometimes even her voice. Sometimes I try to imagine her voice, and I don't remember it, and I'm like, I feel this guilt. I'm like, am I supposed to be moving on? Will she? Mm. I ask myself, will she want me to just act like? She Not never existed and just mm. keep moving on. Because sometimes, like, when we are talking about it and then I'm laughing, like, when we are talking about her memories and I laugh, I'm like, am I supposed to be you? laughing? <laughs> like, when we say something funny about her, I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be... I just ask myself question and I catch myself, I'm like, should I be should I be laughing now? Should I, <laughs> should I be moving on? One time, her friend came to visit us and I don't know how her name came to the... Because I knew that that guy like one of her friends he was like one of her best friends and he had not really spent time normally when they were when she was alive he used to come to the house like almost every single week and like he was even close he used to call my mother mommy and like he was close to my mom like he even come and help in the kitchen i remember one time christmas time we're making chin chin he was there like they were that close so this was the first time he was spending a night in the house after she um, died and he was like he just brought up something he saw her because her um, frame is still in our parlor. I saw it and he was like, he was just like, see my and then we're like, everybody was like, oh my god, are we supposed to have this conversation now? Because we're trying to watch one movie. I was like, okay, should we start talking? What should we start saying? And then I was like, 
I really don't want to talk about her now. I want to watch mm-hmm. this film. And then I was not having feeling guilt that I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. her. Am I not supposed to be honoring her mm-hmm. memory and speaking about her now mm-hmm. instead of moving past this scene? I'm like, on one plane, it's like, okay, yes, you should move on. And then on the other hand, it's like, I should still try and be sober when I think about her. You know, that's how I felt about it. So there was that guilt. So, hey, sorry to interrupt your listening, dear, but... We had to um, divide the recording into two episodes because it was a very, very long conversation. And I didn't want you guys to miss any part of it. And at the same time, I didn't want to be overbearing. So, and so I hope you guys come back next week. Remember to like our post on Instagram at the same basement pod. Um, follow Kesha at Kesha Doxa. Follow anywhere at I am favored and Gabriella is not really an Instagram person, but you can check her on Facebook at Gabriella Igusi. Everything will be in the show notes. So yeah, see you guys next week. Share with your friends, share with your family members, share with your enemies, your loved ones, every single person you know. Tell them about the safe basement. So see you guys next week. Peace.